This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is the Lishma Yochman of Yanam Gedaya, also in the successor of Shalema of Harav Shalman Yamina, and also Bizrat Hashem, also Refushalim and Sheva Margalit, but Shifrleya. Also, today's class is Leunishmat, Felicia Bat Miriam. And success in Yashamayim Lisheva Nuak, Gadi Elvin Lisheva, Emnif Rena Lisheva, Shefa Lisheva, Rena Makavatavabasha. Also, for Uriel, Uriel is the, Uriel is a good friend of mine. He was very involved in the podcast and spreading a lot of the classes for years. And Bizrat Hashem, he just got engaged. So it's Shayna Sarabat Sharona Esther and Uriel Ben Malka. So today's class, I want to share a very, very interesting. In LA, they asked me if I should, to do a class on the love languages. The love languages and the zodiac signs. Obviously, it's very, very LA, but it's exactly what, what I think we can all relate to this. I'm going to just give you a little bit. I'm going to try to bring the Hasidus in this. But I'm going to explain to you how important it is to understand your spouse's love language because there's so many, so many people that are misunderstood. And, and the majority of Shalom Bay calls that I take, they have no idea, even know what, who the spouse is, what they know, what their love language is. And a lot of times we're failing on this because the way we don't view the world as, we view the world as we are. So we think everybody's just like us. And guess what? It's not like that. <laughs> So if you don't understand this, that your job is the ultimate transformation, according to the Arizal, is to go from a taker to a giver. And when we are able to make each other happy and we're able to, to, to connect to this energy of Hod, let's just flip the book around, then Hod, hod means submission, submission, submitting myself for the greater whole. And this, this brings peace. And when you have peace, you have blessings. You have shalom. There's no greater blessing than shalom in a person's life. I can't tell you. Rabbi, Rabbi Brody just came out with a book called A Bond of Emunah, a new book on marriage. And he takes, and he takes, this, he takes some statistics, and he says, he, he took it from this, there's a law firm, a very prominent law firm in California, called Wilkinson and Feichbener. And basically they gathered 115 studies, from the past 15, 20 years. And basically, they came up with the top, they said one of every two marriages in the United States falls in a divorce. He says 41% of all first marriages end up in a divorce. So imagine you're already 59% chance you're not going to make it. We're going to talk about how to up the odds. 60% of all second marriages end up in a divorce. So that means a lot of people that, don't, that they haven't learned the lessons in the first divorce. 73% of all thir- third marriages end up in a divorce. So it's not like if I'm pregnant, I can go to a different city and fix this problem. <laughs> the, the shadow and the darkness never runs away from you. And what were the five causes, the five main causes of divorce, according to all this, you know, divorce documents and stuff? Number one, lack of commitment. Lack of commitment. So think about right now, practically, if you're single, that 
how much effort you have to put right now to be to become the one. Because if you don't do it in marriage, imagine if you can't. If you're at, imagine if you're exhausted in a training. Imagine when you get to the marathon. And I've always said there's three sufferings. There's the engagement ring. There's the wedding ring, and there's the suffering. It's a suffering if we don't get the lessons. So again, lack of commitment was the number one issue why people got divorced. Lack of commitment. They just, they were out. They just didn't want to put the work. It's very today, it's today, today's mindset. People don't want to put deep work in. Number two, ex- excessive arguing. It's the second cause of divorce. Third cause is infidelity. The fourth cause, the fourth one, unrealistic expectations. And the fifth, lack of being prepared for marriage. So think about it. Lack of commitment, number one, excessive arguing, infidelity, unrealistic expectations, lack of preparation for marriage. You see why in the singles market, just ask yourself, is this something you got to work on? Think about it. They have to work on committing themselves. They have to work on, you know, letting go. Infidelity, watching the eyes. Unrealistic expectations, recognizing this is a marathon, not a sprint. And lack of preparation for marriage. Not prepared enough. So you could see people are not prepared. They don't know what they, especially in the, I, I believe in, sometimes unfortunately in the, in the, in the, you know, they're not teaching this stuff in, in Jewish schools. They're not teaching this stuff in, in, in teaching the opposite. They're not teaching you. They're just teaching you religion without a relationship. You see, the problem is if you just have religion and you don't have a relationship, it's just like having a marriage and not having communication. It doesn't mean because you're married you're ha- you're have a, you have communication. So we have to recognize that's why it's so important. Rabbi Nachman tells us you could change your your, your spouse, not only you could upgrade your, your Shalom Bayit based on your quality of prayer. So this is something extremely important that already the odds are not for you. I've always said this. And if you're not willing to put deep work, you will not get a reward. And I've been divorced and I can tell you I'm a, I'm a completely different person today. I'm much, I know 20 times more than I knew. Um, and this is not something that's being even, and even taught by rabbis. And unfortunately, it's... it's, it's so what I'm going, to talk, I'm going to talk to you today is really, I'm going to talk to you about this book by Gary Chapman called Love Languages, okay? It talks about five love, five love languages. And I'm going to talk about how important it is that you should know each other. This is a test you could take in the back of the book that you should know your love language, you should know your spouse's love language, and you should do whatever you can to be able to communicate that, communicate that love language to your spouse because number one, because they're going to think they care about me, I'm important to them versus I do me, you do you. And he says, most of the problems happen today is because we don't, we don't, we're not speaking the same language. We're not speaking the same language. We, the, we, the, way our, the way we connect to ourselves is through different emotion and attachment. And this is our love language. And it, you can be rich and not be happy. And most people, like I told you, if they don't have spirituality, they're not happy. Now, how do you get those odds up, right? Another study showing that if people that had religion in their life, that had a relationship with their creator, 14% greater odds of keeping that. That means, let's say you keep Nida, already your odds are 15% up. So think about the odds. And there's another study that says if people are grateful for five things, 
every single day and they write them down, the gratitude journal, they were 25% happier across life. So think about what are we speaking all day long, right? Dedication to your creator, right? Get the 14%, get the 25% on, on happiness, on, on gratitude. You know, grateful people don't really get divorced, really, unfortunately. It doesn't happen that much because they, they're showing gratitude, appreciation. So if you, if you look at those numbers, try to put yourself in a better position to win. Forget Rabbi Nachman, forget everything. Just common sense. If you can focus on those two, you can, you can up your odds, period. Now, now if you want to start getting to the, bettering your odds and getting to the, let's start learning. Okay, what's the love language of my wife? What's the love language of my husband? And we're going to talk about how each sign is connected. To, we all have different needs emotionally. What makes one person happy, what makes another person happy is a completely different story. And you have to understand that. You have to understand that. Most people have no clue about this issue. Specifically in the, in the religious world, I don't know what. We have to go unlearn to learn. We've lost the emotions. See, when life becomes too rote, there's no emotions. There's no, there's no warmth. The Torah is constantly stretching us. Warm, I wanted your heart. I don't want your head. I want your heart. Same thing in the relationship. I want your heart. I don't want your head. Just because you pay the bills doesn't solve the problems today. We know that. And just because your wife takes the kids to school, that doesn't solve it. It doesn't make her a great wife. There's a whole picture here that we have to... We have to tr- this month is all about recommitment to become a great husband and to become a great wife. Forget the other person. You commit to be great, I guarantee you that person will come... will, will do exactly... This is why the Gemara says when a person commits to doing God's will, even his enemies will favor him. Imagine that. When you commit to doing your will, everybody else's will will be your will also. So our job really is not even to worry about the other side. Our job is really to commit ourselves to becoming the best version of us. Our Creator does the rest. We've said this many times. When we change our relationship with our Creator, our, our Creator changes our relationships with people. Period. And this is again another umbrella. This is all under, under, this is all umbre- under the umbrella of humility. See, a humble person recognizes, okay, maybe I need to change. Maybe I need to get to know that person. Maybe I need to understand them more. An arrogant person says, they're the cause of my problems. It's like the, kid, the, the mother going to the doctor and saying, I need Prozac for my, my kid. I need Ritalin for my husband. I need this for this. I need this. And her, what about you? I'm good. I'm good. So this, we, don't, we don't want to look like... We want to get results. So the five languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality times, acts of service. I strongly recommend you to buy the book. Take the test, you and your spouse, take the test, buy the book, etc. I'm just going to give you a recap. I'm going to say how, how this is connected to us. For example, words of affirmations. Is how do you communicate that? You, you, you affirm them, you validate them, you appreciate them, you listen to them. They want to be listened to, right? Presence, right? The biggest presence is being in the present. We can't have a toddler times. Today, everybody has an attention span of a toddler. You know, they, nobody pays attention. So words of affirmation means also present. Being present in the relationship. Being present. Actions you could take, send an unexpected note, text, a card, doesn't take much. 
Send words of affirmation, send text messages, I love you, etc. I'm thinking about you. These little things. Things to avoid not recognizing or appreciating effort. So opposite. The, the opposite is not being appreciated. And that, that's, that's a common thing. So for persons, we're going to talk about which signs are, are, need this. You're going to see a lot of, for example, Geminis need this. Geminis need words of affirmation. They like to talk, you know, talk and a lot of talking. So that's the key. Physical touch is more of a is more of a, an, an emotional thing. A lot of Scorpios, Tauruses. We'll do each individual sign. But they need physical touch. So how do you communicate this? Nonverbal use of body language and touch showing that we love. Hugs, kisses, cuddling, simple touch. Can't be so cold. Things to avoid, physical neglect or abuse. Receiving gifts is the third one. Thoughtfulness, make sure your spouse is you're recognizing you're thinking about them. How do, you, how do you express this? You give thoughtful gifts, gestures, express gratitude when receiving gifts, small gifts. Again, this is not so much. So we're not, it's just showing I care about you. Validating, appreciating, it's a huge thing. Un, the, the, how, do you, how do you screw this up? Right? You're unenthusiastic when, you, when it's a, the anniversary. Oh, no big deal. You forget about it. Right? You forget special occasions. So get, get a good place in the garage, get a good comfortable seat in the garage, because that's where you'll be. You, know, you understand? When, you're not, when you forget about these things, you, you remember your business, but not forget about these things, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you. And again, the, the, unfortunately, when people are not doing spiritual work, they'll stack the problems. Okay, you, didn't, you forgot this year, you also forgot last year. So it also, when you, do, when you trigger a negative memory, then it stacks up all the other issues. It just stacks up on the list. You don't do this, exhibit A, exhibit two, exhibit C, and then people all of a sudden, when they, have, when they think of all the negative things, then they say, why should I leave with this person? I'm alone. So it's extremely important to break that cycle. You wanna be able to break that cycle. We all get into these bad cycles, all of us, but some, you have to break the cycle because otherwise the cycle just gets worse and worse and worse. And whenever you get insulted, something's up, you remember all the other times you got insulted. We don't remember, nobody remembers the compliments, but they remember the insults. They remember what you did wrong, because this is the way we're trained. We have a fight or flight, but nobody remembers the compliment. The good, they don't remember. But the bad, oh, that will remember, because the negative emotions get stored at a higher intensity, intensity than good positive ones. So this is already a problem that you want to try to avoid this. The fourth, the fourth one is quality time, uninterrupted and focused conversations. That is extremely important for people that need quality time. Create special moments, take walks, do small things together with your partner, etc. Big thing for, well, again, emotions, anytime there's emotions. The, the not appreciating, being distracted, not spending time together, long time, just ignoring, doing your own thing, etc. If that person needs quality time and they're not giving it to them, it's just going to be passive-aggressive behavior. Acts of service. That's the fifth language. Letting them know you're wanting to help them lighten their load. What can I do for you? The concept of action. Right? Make breakfast for them, dinner, go out, go out of your way to help them with the chores. Lacking is not, not caring. Just, just saying, well, you're the wife, you, this is what you do. These small things make a big deal. And this is what, something we have to pray for. So again, the five love languages are words of affirmations, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, acts of service. 
Okay, so we're going to talk about pretty much. We're going to talk about pretty much how each sign, each where you're connected to. For example, Gemini's. Gemini's are known for a lot of speech, right? Gemini's is speech, intellectual. So they need constant words of affirmation. Wow, what a great speech. What a great this. Trump was a, was a Gemini. <laughs> he needs to be complimented. He needs constantly. He's the greatest. Okay, we're not, we're not promoting any kind of political thing. I'm just giving you an example of a person who's very intellectual. They need constant words of affirmation. Quality time, they don't care as long as you approve them, as you talk to them, they're talking to them. You can talk, as long as you talk to them all day long, that is, their, that is one of the most important things that they need as far as a, a words of affirmation. So think about air signs. You have an air sign. You did this great. You did this great. You have to, you have to speak. You can't say, no, nah, nah, I don't want to speak. Telling a Gemini I don't want to speak is, is taking the oxygen out of them. Because that's their, that's, 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 their, their, that's their language. So if, you, if you're not a talkative person, don't marry a Gemini. Because this is what you're going to have to talk. Talk, talk, talk. But again, because they're very, you know, they're very busy and, they're, and, they're, and they can get a lot of done. But if you have to also, the conversations also have to be stimulated because they get bored very easily. Geminis get bored. So if you're dating a Gemini, if you're dating a Gemini, if you're not, you have to pick up your game also because you have nothing to talk about. They're going to get bored and they're going to get completely focused. Why? They're connected to Mercury. They love conversations, communion, and they love to be busy. They're always busy, busy, busy. Great salesman, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's air. Air is, is this concept, right? Cancer signs. Cancer signs. <laughs> My wife is a cancer sign. If I didn't understand the love language, you would completely lose. So they want, they're more, they need wor- words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, home. They, the, cancer's a home person. They don't like to go out. They're not a Leo. They're not going out all day long, party, introverted. They want, they want a lot of quality time. And they need physical touch. Because again, emotions. Anytime you're dealing with emotions inner, they want that time. So if you, de- you, 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 you just have to understand that. They're not gonna, that's not the person that wants to go to every wedding. It's, not, it's just not their language. And, and, and they, they're, they're the crab. They, they like the house. They, they feel safe in the house, etc. So this is what they need. I've, I had to change my, completely change because of, 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 of her needs. And I guess, again, very few people do change. <laughs> very few people change their love language. Why cancers love deep, they're devoted to one, they're like one person, they're devoted to them, and they, they, they need extremely a lot of heavy reinforcement because they have a lot of insecurities. Cancers are usually like a walking contradiction. Extremely confident, but insecure. So they need to be constantly validated by spending physical time with them, touching them, etc., recognizing that they're loved, etc. Leos, Leos like, Leos like gift giving. They like gifts. Leo, Leo, you have to think of Leo like the sun. They want, they want words of affirmation and they want gifts. Not little gifts, big gifts. <laughs> big packages. Leo, so they, live, they live large. They live that, their personality. That's their personality. So if you're living with a Leo, you have to constantly have kids that are Leo. They love to tell how great they are. Jeff, you did this great. Gifts, they love gifts. I mean, that's, that's their personality. They're grand, but they're also very giving back. So they're not the ones that want, uh, you know, quality time. They, they do their own thing. They, they're very independent, but they want to be praised and they want to be given to. So if you're married to a Leo, this is who you're dealing with, 
Again, there's nothing, it's just their love language. It's fire. Fire needs ex- excitement. Ex- you know, if you're a very not excited person and, and, you, and you marry them, you're like, what the hell? This is not- That's who you marry. And then your children also. So it's extremely important. A lot of, a lot of words of affirmation. Praise them and give to them. Praise them and give to them. Believe me, I'm saving you a lot of therapy, if you understand. How many times you hear the kids, the kids of Leo, what's the kid, the kids of Leo, the father put them down, put them down. Didn't, kill the kid, kill the kid's self-esteem. And next thing you know, he's got to deal with a drug addiction. So this is a, this can cost you. If you don't understand, at least connect to them. At least connect to them. So at least if you connect to them, you don't have to, you know, enable them, but at least connect, it'll help you connect and understand where they're viewing the world. So that's where Leo loves the, they, they love the play, they love the, it's like a lion, a lion, center, center court. Virgos, Virgos, they don't need the hype, they don't need, they just need acts of service. They just want action. They don't care if you spend quality time, they want action. They want a person that, that gets the job done, cleans the house, helps them clean the house. They're very OCD perfectionists. They're busy just making sure everything's perfect in the house. So their main intention is, if you're, you know, you could send, send them words of affirmation, but be a complete slob, and it's, it's not their language. So their number one intention is, are you buying into this program? No action, all talk. I'm sorry, all action, zero talk. They don't want to hear talk. They just want action. Very Ron DeSantis concept. I don't care if you appease me, I don't care if you like me, just get the job done. So this is, this is, very, this is a, a, a typical Virgo. They're very easy to spot, by the way, because they're always moving, they're, always, you know, they're nervous, that everything's not perfect. Very easy. So if you're married, your wife is a, is a Virgo, make sure you put everything away and make sure you, you, you're part of that program. That's her love language. But she doesn't need a thousand gifts. She just wants everything in order. And she gets very nervous if things are not in order. So... You know, telling them you're crazy, this, you're nuts, it's not, it's not going to help you. That's who you married. What are you going to do? You should have done the research before. But you didn't, so that's it. It is what it is. And so many people have it all. I don't understand her. She wants everything perfect. Do you know who she is? That's her love language. Libras. Libras are very into, again, Libra is connected to the concept of they love, uh, they love gifts, Libras. All the Libras, they love the gifts. They also love acts of service, but they love gifts. Why is it? Because they're, they're connected by the planet of love. They, they're connected to love. They, they like partnership. They like prizes. They like to feel financial. Sometimes they get, a lot of my friends that are Libras, they get into relationships based on the outside because they think they're going to be gift-giving. And the next thing you know, the inside's terrible, and they're up in terrible relationships. This is because they're a little bit superficial. They're super, too way superficial, not depth. So they end up in sometimes bad relationships because they, 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 they look what their eye sees, what Instagram sees, not what the person is. So they get fooled. So it's extremely important. You love gifts, but don't. When you're dating, that should not be your main. Don't look for only stimulus packages. Do you understand? Obama did a stimulus package. I don't know where the money went. So you need a spiritual package also. Look, look behind. Open up the car and look, look deeper, because the other one is, it's too, much, it's too much exterior appearance. But they're amazing people, but they're not, they have a hard time making decisions in that area. But their main language is gift giving. 
and, and I would say a little quality time, but because they, they like to talk also. Scorpio, Scorpio, very easy. Quality time, physical touch. Scorpio, you can't be, they can't marry a cold person because they need physical touch. So Scorpio, it's emotions. It's, it's, that, it's, it's, it's just quality time. They don't need a thousand people. They're very intense people, so they need a lot of physical touch. And, and, and more importantly, they need to be a person that's loyal and committed. Quality time. They, won't, they can't handle people that are flaky and, and people that are just all over the place. They, can't, they, can't, they just can't deal with it. Why? Because their intensity. They need to know you're loyal, you're all in. If you're not, just like these classes. You're all in, if not... Go to somewhere else. It's not, there's no, ha- there's no in between. So they wanted to make sure that you are loyal to them. So this is why Scorpios, if they commit to you, you're, you have everything with them. Because they like quality time, physical touch. Scorpios and Cancers, again, very good connection because they both need the same thing. So anytime water, emotions, water, it's the same need. But imagine if they're just dealing with the Virgo who has no emotions. It's a problem because all they want is service, but there's no physical touch. And there's no... You don't feel like you're in a relationship. So that's where this could be a problem. Too much earth, water. What happens when earth and water? Earth is supposed, water is supposed to get earth to move. But earth is, is cold and dry. So earth, elements of earth, the problem with earth is cold, dry, lacking emotions. So if you're a water sign, it, it doesn't work so much if there's no flexibility. There's no flexibility. Sagittarius, they want quality time, words of affirmation. They like, they like, they just like to. They, they they need a lot of it's fire, so they like to explore. They're explorers, so they need people to 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 be adventurous with them, and and, and to be with them. And, and it's anytime again, fire is, is is always usually anything with fire is usually quality time, words of affirmations, not so much acts of service. They don't care about acts of service. They don't care about gifts. They're all about the adventure. It's all about the adventure. It's all about the, the moment, seizing the moment. You know, you're jumping off planes with me. That's a typical Sagittarius. You know, that's their love language. Not cleaning up the house. They couldn't care less if you cleaned up the house. Different mindset because they're always out. Sagittarius fire is always out, etc. Capricorn. Capricorns are very. Capricorn's main mindset is I need to acquire. They're very ambitious, but they're too focusing on acquiring. I own. They like to accumulate things. So all they care about is really gift giving. Maybe a little quality time, but they need possessions. They're number one. They have insecurities. They don't have enough possessions. So, so a lot of Capricorns, I own. So you want to marry a Capricorn? Make her feel extremely comfortable financially. <laughs> That's her love language. That's her love language. You got to make sure. You can't be broke and have words of affirmation. <laughs> it's not going to do the job. Just not the person you marry. I mean, that's... So they need a lot of... They're very ambitious. So when you're dealing with a very ambitious person, again, the ambitious it becomes too much control and too much acquisitions. If there's no spirituality, it just all becomes the negative and the negativity of tevet, which is very, again, anger and, and, and frustration and stuckness. So that's... The, the Capricorns have a lot of issues with stuckness and they have a lot of issues with, because they always, the whole thing is too much acquisition of money. They need to get off the ground. It's too much of a, it's too much. So that's, that's their love language. Talk is cheap. What, uh, what are you buying? Where did you get me? 
They don't need the guy talking like a Gemini talking all day long. No, no, opposite. What, what's, what's in the fridge? Not what I'm going to cook for you. <laughs> what's in the fridge? Tach, very tachless. Very get to the point. Um, Aquarius is, Aquarius is words of affirmation, acts of service. Uh, again, Aquarius is, is a very little rebellious. So they need affirmation and they need acts of service. They're, Aquarius is like the break walls. That's, that's their language. Okay? And they're very, again, very intellectual, very, connect, very similar to Geminis, but they're a little bit more fixed, a little bit more fixed on their ideas. Pisces, quality time, acts of service. Pisces is a very, very emotional person, uh, extremely emotional, a lot of quality time and acts of service. And the last one is, is I believe, Taurus. We didn't do Taurus. Taurus is definitely physical touch. And also, Tauruses also like to, they like to, they like a lot of gifts. Tauruses are also very materialistic. Anything can be changed. Like the Zohar says, anything can be changed, but if you're not spiritual, this is what you get. So, Aries. just, Aries we did. I think we did Aries. Taurus is the last Pisces. one. Pisces is emotions. So the quality time giving. Just think of water. What does water need? Emotions. You understand? Quali- they need a lot of interpersonal relationships. Where fire needs adventure, excitement. Um, you know, it's, it's, a different, it's a different program. Earth needs what? Stability. They need control. They need acquisitions. You understand? So if we understand the energy of, of the person itself. Air likes, again, air, likes to doesn't, air doesn't like to be trapped. Air likes to be free. Air likes to be the intellectual. Like to talk. So just imagine if you're, you know, a Taurus in an air sign. You're, you want to stay home. You're a bull and, and uh, a Gemini. Two different worlds. It's two different worlds. So it's extremely important to understand when you're in a relationship and you're married, what is your spouse's love language? Take the test. And then you have to start changing your game towards that world if you're not in that world. You know? But, you, but get, at least get to know the information and changing is a different story altogether. That's going to be extremely difficult just because it's like talking Chinese and Spanish. You know, you're talking two different languages. That's pretty much what we do. Get into relationships, we don't even know what language we're speaking. And we think, why is it not working? It's because you're talking a different language. But if you talk their language, they're going to assume you care about them and you're thinking about them. And that itself is going to solve half of the problems. But all of this... All of this comes down to the Kabbalistic of earth, fire, water, and air. When there's harmony among the four elements, what is healing? Harmony. Harmony. What is healing? That everything's in balance. Everything's in hand. And that's what we have to do. Is ha- we have to heal these relationships by bringing balance into all elements. And the second is, is, is Hod. When I'm not succeeding in something, Kabbalistically, I need to connect to Hod. Right leg is being, the right leg represents Netzach. You'll see in, in, in the 49 days each week we have the specific sphere. But this, what we're talking about here is understanding your spouse's needs and understanding where they're coming from and understanding how you can communicate that language with them and they will feel appreciated. And I promise you, when people feel appreciated, 90% of the little things that you argue about you will not argue about it anymore. But when they don't feel appreciated, then they have, people have resentments, and then they, every little thing becomes the biggest deal. You didn't pick up the kids from school, you didn't do this, 
blah, blah, blah. It's because they're holding on to it. Specifically, again, we're not going to tailor, but this is where we're not, we're not getting the big picture. So look at the statistics. People are not doing deep work. We have a toddler IQ right now, toddler ADD. Smartphones are making us stupid. And just understand how important you have to. And when I'm spending hours and hours of his bodhidut, and I get all of a sudden, I, I prayed for it, and then David said, you know, you should read the five lang- love languages. It's funny, after that, he gave me the book, uh, after I prayed it for it. So usually when we pray for, when we pray for something, we usually get the, the, the solution, a physical solution from somebody. That's the way things work. It becomes a spiritual request, and then the physical, physicality comes. So this is something that we all recommend. Buy the book. It's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with the book. The book is extremely clean. Get to know your language. Get to know hers. And do your best to communicate that language. If you can't do it, pray for it. Because at the end of the day, there's two types of pain in life. The pain of the work, but you're going to get a reward for it afterwards. That means if I go through the work and it becomes... Even if it's painful, there, there will be a reward or the pain of splitting up. And at the end of the day, there's not really reward there. But we're not telling you we're not, you're not going to go through some kind of discomfort and pain. But at least get a reward for it instead of dealing with the pain and getting no reward. So I would rather get a reward for it. Have a great day.